Hey pals, I hope you had a marvelous 4th of July celebration. I know our family really, really loves 4th of July and fireworks, look forward to it literally all year long. Um, but in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through six steps to get more clients or sell more units if that's your business. Because I know that for many of us, like for our business to grow, most of us, for our business to grow, we have to get more clients or sell more units of our product. And I am not one to say that you should automatically double your prices or automatically raise your prices just because you need to increase your revenue. Like, yes, sometimes your prices do need to increase, but sometimes you just need to get better at what you're doing and or grow your audience so that you can get more clients. In this episode, I'm going to walk you through some mindset shifts how to get God involved in your business, looking at your client experience and some really tactical, practical ways to get more clients, steps to, that you can walk through to get more clients in your business, reach more people with your God-given gift and calling. So buckle up, get ready to take notes. We're going to get right to it. Welcome to Jumpstart Your Dreams. I am Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, business growth coach, content strategist, barrel racer, worship leader, wrangler of tiny humans, and champion of your God-given dreams. If you are finally ready to feel confident pursuing your God-given dreams, know Jesus more, and learn how to market and actually grow your business without losing your mind, then tell the dog to quit barking, grab a notepad and that third cup of coffee, and listen in for some shoot you straight, visionary, and practical tips to get you the breakthrough you've been looking for. Okay, so the very first thing I want to talk about regarding ways to get more clients, ways to sell more units of whatever it is that you're selling is to fix your mindset around selling or getting clients. And I know you're probably like, Faith, no, no, no. Tell me how to do the thing. Tell me how to get more clients, sell more things. But in reality, if you have the wrong mindset around selling, around getting clients, you're never gonna succeed. And I think part of the mindset issues that we face in business is we have been, quote, sold to by so many like sleazy salesmen with the like whole used car salesman, typical thing, typical attitude where they're just, we feel like people are just after a buck and they're not, they don't really care about us as a person or what we have going on in our lives. And, and we feel like sales is that, right? It's the used car salesman talking you into buying something that you don't really wanna buy with money that you don't really have. And the customer walks away, walks away feeling cheated. When in reality, When you have the right heart and the right mindset around the service or product that you offer, you are doing people a disservice to not sell it to them, to not sell it to the right people. Now, hear me on this. To have the right mindset around your thing that you're selling, really, your heart needs to be that you are in this, you have this offer you have this gift that you are blessing people with in exchange for money because money equates value 
we give money towards the things that we value. Okay. So let's say, so for example, I'll just use my own business for, for an example, right? So I help people optimize their online marketing to scale their business using SEO strategies, online marketing, and all of the things to help them get their message, their stuff in front of the right people. If I don't offer my gift, if I don't sell my product, if I don't sell my services, then people are left lacking. Okay. And here's another example. Like everybody knows Chip and Joanna Gaines of Magnolia, right? I love them so, so much. But one of the things I love most about them is that by them doing what they are gifted and called to do, by them using their gifts, they have enabled so many other people to use their gifts. Okay. So the other night we were watching, uh, the retro plant shop show on discovery network. So cute. So cute little plants, such cute little plants. I just love them. I mean, just more little baby plants that I want to bring home to my house and kill. (laughs) Uh, Pray for me all and my plant, my plant murdering self. (laughs) Anyway, we're watching the, one of the last episodes on this show where Joe's sister, Mikey, she's, set up her little plant shop at Silobration and there's like 50 to 75 vendors at Silobration and there's all of these people that have their businesses now have a place to set up shop to reach more people to sell things that they are that they're good at and gifted to make because Chip and Joanna followed the God-given dreams on their heart to do their thing and them walking in their gift has opened up so many doors for so many other people. Case in point, Jimmy Don, Clint, all of these people, if you follow the Magnolia Network, if you follow the Fixer Upper Journey, all of these other businesses have grown and are now flourishing because they've been connected to Chip and Joe, because Chip and Joe have done what they're called to do. And so all these other people are have been able to do what they're called to do. I want you to start thinking about your God-given gifts and your business like that. With, With all that seriousness, that if you don't do what you are called to do, if you don't sell the things that you are creating to bless people, then other people are going to suffer because you are not offering your gift. There's actually scripture in first Corinthians chapter 12, uh, verses 12 through 26 ish. And in this, Paul is talking to the people of Corinth and he's telling them, listen, stop fighting over all of the different gifts. Each of you is part of the body of Christ and each of you has been given a valuable gift. And I think it's so easy to see other people's gifts and either downplay them or upplay them too much. But for you and I to succeed in business, to succeed in the things that God has called us to do, to the level that he has called us to succeed in that thing, we have to start viewing our gifts as valuable, not just for creating dollars to spend on stuff, but valuable to other people, valuable to the people around us and valuable to the kingdom of God. So if that's something that you are struggling with, I really do. I encourage you to go read 1 Corinthians chapter 12 to meditate on that, to think about, okay, I have this God-given gift. Because I truly, truly believe that God has strategically placed 
you where you are and me where I am with our individual gifts to reach the people around us for his kingdom. And until we have our mindset right there, we're never going to be bold about using our gifts in the marketplace. And we're not going to be fulfilled. We're not going to be obedient. And we're not going to get more clients, right? So make sure that your mindset is right and in line with God's word around using your gifts, around selling your product or your services and blessing people with your gifts, okay? And just a quick note on money and charging money, charging dollars for your services or your products. Money is simply an exchange of value. We spend money on what we value, right? I do not value flowers in my front yard very much. I do, however, value my horses. So I spend money on my horses, right? But like zero dollars on flowers for my front yard. But you bet your boots, my horses have good hay, good grain, a good place to a good place to sleep and eat and poop and go to good vets, right? We spend money on what we value. And if you think about, like I had a big epiphany about this whole growing a business, charging dollars for things when I realized, okay, how many freebies do I have sitting in my email inbox that I have signed up for and literally never even opened, let alone applied versus the books that I've read and implemented that I paid money for the courses, the online courses that I've purchased and implemented in my life immediately. And the coaching calls that I've paid for, like when I pay dollars for something, I will finish that thing and do the things that it teaches me to do because I value it, right? So this is a, we will talk more about mindset shifts around selling and charging and pricing, but let that be some encouragement for you right now. Okay. The number two thing that I want you to think about, and we need to walk through to get more clients is let God get involved y'all. God wants to be involved in literally every single detail of your life. The Bible says it's the steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. And one of the things that I have prayed for a long time is that, that my husband and I and our family, that we would be in the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right thing. And so I encourage you to pray for the right clients at the right time. Pray for your current clients. Pray for people that you have done business with. Ask God to bless them. Ask God to bless their business. Ask God to bless their families. Like even if they never work with you again, like you are still sowing seeds of blessing into their lives. Okay. And then I also want you to listen to your gut quote, listen to the Holy Spirit and be okay with letting Holy Spirit tell you that somebody is not the right client for you or not right now. So I am, I am 110% not afraid to pitch my services, my copywriting services, my content, my coaching. I'm not afraid to pitch those services at all. And there's been some people that I have seen their ads in a social media group or something like that, that I have started to pitch to. And then the Holy Spirit's like, nope, they're not the right client for you. And one time I didn't listen. And I ended up working with that client, did the project, did the work, like it was fine. Nobody got hurt. But I was pretty miserable for the whole project, y'all. Like I just did not enjoy it, even one little bit. And so ever since then, I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm going to let you lead. Even if I don't make 
that money that I would have made working with that client. Like I trust you, Lord, enough to be our provider, to let you build my business, to not jump at every opportunity that pops up if it's not the right one. Okay. Let God get involved in your business. Okay. Number three, we're going to get a little more tactical now. I want you to look at your current client experience. Now, there are some people who say that you need to have every pee pick and little thing straightened out on the back end of your client experience, your, your client relationship management service, like all of your emails, all of your funnels, all of that stuff ready to go before you start your business or before you start pitching or before you up level. And don't get me wrong. All of that's important but you can get so lost in the weeds there. You can spend all of your time learning HoneyBook or Dubsado or contracts, or all of that, and then never actually book any clients. Like, I don't know about y'all, but messy action beats no action any day of the week. And at the end of the day, yes, your client experience is good, is important, but people want a good service more than they want flashy. Okay. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't invest in those things and those things won't uplevel your business. That's not what I'm saying, but I want you to look at the improvements to your client experience that are worth your while because you could spend so much time and so much money on all of these, you know, flashy funnels or great templates or things that are good, but is it the right move for your business and your clients right now? So look at your current client experience, walk through the funnels, walk through the steps, have somebody walk through all of the clicks that somebody has to make to purchase something. And there's probably some really easy changes like typos to fix or like, oh, they shouldn't have to click that twice. I can fix that. Like, look at your current client experience, make it easier for people to purchase from you. But also you need to weigh the cost and benefit of your time and money into getting something really flashy or really fancy. Okay. All right. The next thing. I want you to look at for your business is this, I want you to ask yourself how much more work can you realistically handle and what kind of work? Okay. So just because Susie down the street gets 45 new photography clients a week and she's shooting 18 sessions a day does not mean that that has to be your goal or your business plan. Maybe Susie down the street can function on three hours of sleep a night. She's single with no kids, no dogs, right? So she can work all day long and all night long if she wants to. That's her life. She can do her. But if you are a work at home mom of four kids and your goal realistically is to book two photography clients a week when your husband can watch the kids at night and you can go shoot and then you can edit those two sessions, those other nights of the week, like look at, look at your life, look at your business. How much work can you realistically handle and what kind of work? So I actually did a very non-typical faith thing <laughs> a while back and I made a spreadsheet. I am not the spreadsheet queen of the world. I'm just not my husband spreadsheet King. I'm like, please make me a spreadsheet for this. And he just whips out a spreadsheet. Like that's just how his brain works. Right. But I made myself a spreadsheet a while back of all of the different kinds of work that I was offering, all the different kinds of services I was offering, how long each service took and what I was charging for each service. So I had a very realistic breakdown of, okay, I can book these many more website copy clients, these many more content clients, and these many more coaching clients. Cause at the time that was my main, 
my main business, my main sources of business. And so I knew, okay, I have this amount of hours to work each week, this many hours a month. And so I could break down, break it down and be like, okay, if I have, you know, two website copy clients a month, then I really can't take on any more coaching clients or whatever so that I could work, work that spreadsheet and manipulate those numbers in a way that let me know, okay, Faith, you really, you really don't have time for this many more of this type of client. Make yourself a spreadsheet. I can probably send you over mine if you just shoot me an email. It's nothing super fancy, but it might help you get your brain moving in that direction. Make yourself a spreadsheet and figure out what, what kind of clients can you realistically handle. Figure out how much time each service takes you. Figure out how much time each product takes you to create and market and sell, right? Um, so one of the things that I love, 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 love so much, and I am, I want to give credit where credit is due is I have learned to create a workflow and a pretty jam up workflow. If I do say so myself, and I've learned this from Chelsea Joe Moore, who Chelsea Joe has a podcast called systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. It is amazing. I can, I, I never I never, I've never binged a podcast like I binged her podcast. And she teaches you really how to truly systemize your life from top to bottom. And it's specifically for work at home moms, which I love so, so, so much. And she's a, she loves Jesus. She believes in marriage and is a proponent of like honoring your husband and all of these things that I feel like are missing in a lot of other areas of like business teaching. But anyway, so I actually pay the dollars and got into Chelsea Joe's Systemize Your Life Academy. And at the time I was like, this feels like a lot of dollars to spend. But I have not even finished everything in that academy because there's some other stuff like purging your home and like decluttering that I'm just like, I don't really have time for that right now. Like I'm just slowly working through that. But I've done, I've done like the first two. It's like, she has like a four or five tier and I've done like fully done the first two tiers and on like your fundamental needs and your workflow. And it has been game changer gangbusters for me. Love, 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 love it. And in that she has some podcast episodes teaching you how to make a workflow, but I just needed, I needed the visual part of that. And so I have learned how to make a killer workflow with Chelsea Joe in the Systemize Your Life Academy. She used a program called Meister Task that I like much better than ClickUp or Asana. Um, I've played with Trello, but not enough to like actually speak to how I like it very much. But anyway, in that, Chelsea Doe teaches some really amazing workflow and time management things. So when you are thinking about how much more work can you realistically handle and what kind of work, you need to think like, okay, this kind of project takes me this long. And okay, these are the things that I could cut out. These are the things that I could outsource. These are the things that I could do more efficiently. Because at the end of the day, we all only have 24 hours a day and we don't need to be working all 24 hours, right? Like we still need time to have a life. We still need time to love on our kids and our family instead of just chasing more and more and more and more and more clients and then burning out, you need to know how much work can you handle? What kind of work can you handle? And how can you streamline that work to be more efficient in it? Okay. Now to the actual getting more clients part. All right. Now that we've got that mindset stuff, now that we've got like figured out how much work you can handle, what kind of work, how to actually get the people in your doors. Okay. Short. And I'm going to give you short game tips 
and long game tips, okay? Because I know sometimes you just need the dollars right now, but ultimately you wanna create an online marketing system and a content system that works for you in the long game. But we're gonna talk short game right now. So short game, this is how you need to get more clients. You need to pitch. You need to pitch your services. You need to pitch the benefits of your services and you need to pitch the benefits that your potential clients are actually looking for. And you need to get it in your little head right now that no is not really a bad word. If somebody tells you no, like shake it off. It is not, it is not an insult on your character. It's not an insult on, on your service. And like, if they say no, so what? Go on to the next pitch, okay? Now, as you pitch, you do not, please, for the love of all things holy, do not send cold DMs or cold private messages on Facebook. Do not send cold emails to people that are all the same, that are all generic. And let me just tell you this right now, right now, if you market some kind of a fitness or weight loss thing, do not get in a new mama's inbox and try to add her to your Facebook group. I will get all kinds of salty about that because I've had that happen and I about punch somebody through the Facebook screen, but it's fine. I'm over it clearly. (laughs) Anyway, so when you pitch to somebody, you need to actually go look at their business. You need to actually go look at their current offerings. You need to spend some time researching what they are currently doing. And when you pitch, when you send them an email or better yet, get them on the phone and have an actual conversation with them, you need to ask them how you could serve them and then pitch your services. Don't just be like, hi, I'm selling this thing. Please buy. No, nobody's going to buy that. Nobody's going to buy that but you need to look at their stuff, actually go do the work. And then in your, here's, here's the real kicker. Here's the real secret in your pitch. You need to actually offer some values, some value. When I have pitched to people, I've said, listen, I have this idea to create content for your business. Here are some great content ideas for blogs. If you never hire me, this is still some really great ideas for your business. Even if you never hire me, here's some, here's some value. Just let me show you some love. Let me give you let me give you something, right? Or, Hey, I've seen these copy mistakes on your website. You could fix these things. And let's chat about some other ideas that I have for you. Like offer some actual value in the pitch. Okay. And I've actually heard, I think it was, um, I think it was Steph gas in a podcast that she did where she talks about people like giving her a free thing, like creating a free graphic or something for, I don't remember what it was. Listen to her podcast, figure it out, but people actually giving her a free thing, And then she's like, oh, let me hire you for something because what they did for her for free was so amazing. Okay. So your short game, your short game, if you are like, I need dollars today, you need to start pitching. Okay. I'm probably going to have whole episodes on pitching because it's a whole thing. It's a whole art, but know that if you never ask, the answer is always no. And if you will create personalized pitches, you will automatically stand out automatically. Okay. The second thing I want you to do for your short game is go try to start getting work on places like Upwork, Fiverr, or Skywords. So I'll be real honest. These are not places that I've ever gotten work. Most of my work has come from just pitching to people or social media groups like Facebook groups that people are like posting, I need help with this thing. And then I offer specific help for them. That's where I've gotten most, most of my first first work, but I know that a lot of people get a lot of work on Upwork, Fiverr, and Skywards. Okay. 
So you can do social media pitching. You can do like social media groups to try to get more work, or you can go to places like Upwork, Fiverr, and Skywards. And those places really do have pretty good reputations. Like I said, I cannot speak to that personally. I have not gotten work on there personally, but I've done lots of pitching. But lots of people have gotten lots of work on Upwork, Fiverr, and Skywards, okay? And the third thing that I want you to do if for your short game is offer discounted work to family and friends to one, get some experience under your belt and two, to get some valuable reviews. Because when you can show proof of concept, proof of value, that's going to help you. That's going to help you so, so much in your long game. And it's going to help you get more confident as you pitch to more people. Okay. Now for your long game on how to get more clients and keep more clients coming to you without feeling like you're having to constantly hustle and pitch and spend all your time in Facebook groups, okay? One, numero uno to your long game, getting more clients and getting the right clients, is you need to build your online hub around your website. I'm gonna say it again from the rooftops, do not build your business around social media, please and thank you. Mark Zuckerberg could have a bad day tomorrow and decide that he hates all people with blonde hair, blue eyes that sell weight loss products and boom, you're done. You're canceled. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. I'm not saying anything bad about Mark Zuckerberg. I'm just saying when you build your platform on, on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, you are building your business on somebody else's platform that you do not own. Build your platform, build your website, build your house build on your website on ground that you own. Okay. Don't build your business on rented ground. Okay. Whole, whole thing. Lots of podcasts on that to come. And in the past, all of it. Okay. But build everything around your website, getting people to come to your website and sign up for your email list to get people to sign up for your email list. You need to provide something of value. Long gone are the days when people are going to sign up to stay in the know except your mom and your great aunt. I mean, they're precious, but they're not buying your product or service probably, or very much of it. Right. So you just saying, sign up for the newsletter for a 10% discount, like anybody buying that, they don't care about the dollar they're going to save for the 87 emails are going to get a month from you. Like, no, like provide some value, provide some value. One of my good friends, um, Megan, uh, Megan Gates.com, I think is her website. She's like a homesteading ninja she provided she created this like gangbusters cookbook on soup and how to create like all kinds of soup and like soup bases and i was like megan you need to sell this this is like worth dollars because i was like looking through the actual cookbook at her house and she's like well i think i'm gonna use it for freebie she used it for freebie but it's like super super good stuff and she's a really good cook and guess what blew up her email list i think you know provide something of value because somebody is trading you your, their email address, access into their phone or their computer for whatever you're doing. Okay. Provide some kind of high value freebie because you want to be able to have people's email list because you own the email list. You don't own your Instagram following. The next thing I need you to do for your long game is I need you to create high value content on the rig. Now, ideally, in a dream world, I love podcasting. I've only been doing it for a hot minute, but I love it. And I love what it's doing for my business. 
I love what it's doing for my audience because I think it's so much easier to actually help you with podcasting because it's easier for you to consume. Okay. And the queen of teaching people how to podcast and do it right is Steph Gass queen, hands down queen. I'm not even going to remotely try to create something teaching you how to podcast because she already has, and it's great. Um, I'll include the link in my show description, but her course podcast pro university gangbusters walks you through all of the things, super high value, might as well learn how to do it the right way instead of scrapping and duct taping and bailing wiring and all of the things together <laughs> your podcast because she's already done the hard work, figured it out the hard way, and she'll teach you how to do it and how to do it right. So ideally in my dream world, you and I would all have a podcast that we then repurpose into a blog and then put all of that on our website, right? And then market all of those things strategically repurposing on Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook. Okay. So yes, we still use social media some, but it's not the main hub and your long game, your long game for getting more clients needs to be built around your website. Okay. So hear me again on this. I'm going to reiterate your long game. You want to build your online hub, your website, and then you need to create consistent high value content that is keyword rich. SEO friendly is answering people's questions, building trust, providing free value so that when it comes time to buy the paid thing, they know that you can already help them because you've helped them so much with your free thing. Okay. And Here's the real, real big thing that I want to help you with for your long game is I want you to book a strategic marketing breakthrough call because I want to sit down with you for an hour and help you really up level your marketing because in one hour of your time, I can help you get a strategic marketing growth plan that you can actually be confident in so that you know you're getting the right stuff in front of the right people. I'll help you get an SEO and keyword starter kit so that you don't, you're not just throwing spaghetti at the wall. You know, okay, these are the keywords that I need to be going for and creating content around. And then I will help you get three to six months of content planned. I know that sounds so crazy, but we can, we can whip through this and get you a really solid marketing plan in a box that you can be confident in and go out there and reach your people, grow your audience and do your thing without having to worry about, am I talking about the right things? Am I marketing the right way? You're just going to know, and you're going to get to go out there and do the thing. Okay. There you go. There's your six steps to get more clients, get the right clients and the right kind of work to actually grow a business that you love and an audience that is just people after your heart and the same heart because business is supposed to be a blessing. You are in business to be a blessing to those that you're helping and a blessing to your your family and a blessing to the kingdom. So I pray that this episode really finds you, meets you where you're at and helps you helps to encourage you to not be scared to grow your business, to not be scared to make some changes, to grow your audience and get more clients. Because I truly believe that God has gifted each one of us to do something that only, that only we can do in the way that we do it. Because there are people waiting on the other side of your obedience, on the other side of your boldness, who need the skills that you have. So until next time, I pray y'all have a great rest of your week and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in today. It means the world that you tuned in. Hopefully this episode inspired you, challenged you, and left you feeling like you really can do the thing that God has called you to do, even if you need a nap first. If it did, can I ask you a couple favors? 
would you please subscribe so you don't miss a thing? Share this episode with a friend and take 30 seconds and go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Not only will it bless my socks off to know that this is helping you, but it will help spread this message to more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs. Connect with me over on Instagram at Faith Hannon and find out about all the things, courses, coaching, and copywriting at my website, faithhannon.com. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.